That's good. It's been a tough week for your boy Red Rascal. Outside of actually, you recording a voice message right now in the voice. This is Inception. You're not Inception, me, Michael. You. DJ's recording a voice message for the podcast. Three shaggies. Fucking Inception. Shit out of us right now. <laughs> you never podcast about the FODL. Here are your hosts, Slappy Pappy and Red Rascal. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to the Photo Weekly. Come for the stats, stay for the tangents. <sighs> Someone once told me, time is a flat circle. Everything we've ever done or will do, we're going to do over and over and over again. I never understood that reference until right now. Time has ceased to exist for me. I haven't slept for more than two hours in four days. But I will never, ever miss a chance to pod with you, Slappy. Well, you're the hero America didn't necessarily want, but that it needed. Um, and want to hear something weird? Yeah, I, I, that's exactly what I want. My wife finally agreed to start watching the Marvel Cinematic Universe movies because we have nothing else to do over the next two weeks. Uh-huh. And she kept... First, we watched the first Iron Man and the second Iron Man. And the reason I thought of that is because you're talking about like the hero America needs. So obviously, I thought of like Iron Man. And yeah, early course. Iron Mans are weird with like the pre... like I mean, it was post-war on terror, but it was like very early 2000s American patriotism. Uh but she kept being like, you're Tony Stark, huh? You're Tony Stark. And I was like, what? And she's like, you just guys make very similar comments. And I was like, I think that's a But also, like, maybe I'm an asshole. But is... also, like, I like to bang a lot of chicks like him. But, I mean, I'm oh, just kidding, babe. We have a beautiful family. <laughs> I would never say that out loud. Speaking of beautiful families, rascal. Congratulations, Pop Pop. Oh, hey, thanks, buddy. Uh, yeah, a little, little 10-pounder we had... Uh, Bobby Just a Z little ten pounder, <laughs> ten pounds, two point four ounces, twenty one and a half inches. Uh, the the girl measuring his head said it was two centimeters bigger than any head she's ever measured. So, uh, thank God we had it. a C section. <laughs> oh my goodness, it was pretty I mean, wild. Uh, they like told me to stand up and look over the curtain right when he came out, and like I know I was stoked to see him. First of all, he was like super purple, like almost gray. And the first oh. thing he did was stick his tongue out at me, which is hilarious because our little chihuahua has no teeth, so her tongues are always hanging out. And so it always looks like she's sticking her tongue out. And so I joked that, like, oh, he learned that from his sister. But uh, I made the mistake of then looking down at the open wound of my wife and uh, didn't pass out very close to. Um, yeah. But that was something. That, you know, I, I watched a lot of, like, uh, vaginal birth videos to, like, get desensitized to it so I could, like, be there and, like, be a part of it, and if I needed to look at it, I could not be freaked out. And? I did not do any C-section research, and uh, 
It was wild. Yeah, you studied for the wrong test. Uh, yeah, but exactly. you still passed. Congratulations. Also, so I feel far, like I kept him alive four days. I feel like Laura probably knew, like as she said, "I do." She was like, "This is going to be a C-section marriage." <laughs> uh, I was C-section, but I apparently did a flip in the like last hour before they were going in for the normal, and they just did an ultrasound. Like, oh wait, he's got his butt coming out first, and I was like, "Well, I wanted to show off my best part to the world." So, yep, he started things early. But yeah, it's uh, I'm so so stoked and. Uh, I'm sure you'll hear me reference it a million times in this podcast because yeah, the fact we're the fact we're doing this is, is uh, a testament to how much I care about the photo and the the listeners. It really Deadhead. It's just I know Deadhead's gonna be driving somewhere. I'm gonna mean message in Slack if I don't make him a podcast this week. So Deadhead, this one's for you, buddy. Deadhead, they're all for you, but this one especially, Rascal is pulling it out for you. And by it, it's my tank that I'm pulling out. Oh, this one I'll give to you. Only for this episode, you can pull out your taint. This is a you hype. You saw me pull it out the first night of the dasher, and you gave it. You're like, all right, you're right. You can do it. And then the next night, when we were on the pod, all of a sudden, you changed your story. You didn't pull your taint out. You, I you, you pulled you your... your... Okay. Okay. For this week, here. For, for this week, you get a parenthetical. You pulled your taint out. We can rewrite history. For this week and then I'm next technically week. right, which is the best kind of right. Next week we're gonna we're gonna do a lot of uh, corrections and omissions. This is the last podcast uh, we'll ever record. It's time for the lead. The top five stories this week in the FODL. Coming in at number five, we've got the cleaner who had another good week, taking a six nothing victory over Mac attack and a 5-1 victory over Gaspacho. We're going to focus on the uh, Mac attack match as he had a 2.1 and a 48.9. He started off hot with a 2.6, slowed down slightly in the second with a 1.8, took all four legs of 5-0-1 with 36, 27, 26, and 24 darters. Cleaner checked out of what is generally solid, but for E-League is a ridiculous 40%. Uh, Mac attack, guess what? 0% having not won a leg. Whoopsie daisies. That's the math. We've, we've proven that math over and over. Week after week, it checks out. We're hoping to be proven Welcome wrong one day. Like, come for the stats, stay for the 0% checkout math. <laughs> Number four, Adenak, after having heavily struggled so far this season, had a very nice 4-3 victory over Darty South on Thursday night. Darty swept cricket with a very solid 2.2 and 2.5. However, Adnak would then turn things in. It's hard to read when you're very, very tired. Adnak would then turn things on in 501. Sorry, somebody wrote 5 1 like a fucking Super Mario World stage. Taking three on the trot with 27 28 and a beautiful 22 darter. Darty South took the next leg in 37, forcing the LLD, which Adnak ultimately took in 30 darts. Adnak, despite dominating the 501 portion, checked out at 19% to Darty's 5%, going one for four. So uh, Adnak's power scoring was evidently the deciding factor in this victory. He's getting hot right at the right time. He's got a big match this week against his boy, his rival, the redundant magic wizard. That's uh, that's strategic seasonal play right there, is to kind of just suck all season 
come right back at the end where everybody's just taking it easy on you, taking you for a uh, a goat week, and then uh, and then getting to work. That's Good classic job. rascal strategy too. You sly bastard. That's a that's former. That's like slappy of of your strategy. Now I just suck the whole season. Slappy of your. He works at Yield Shoppy. He sure does. He doesn't make any sales. He's just like the drunk guy who hangs out in the corner with his dick out. Coming in at number three, we got the Doughboy in the Madhouse. Fittingly split their match for a 4-4 tie as both players played excellent matches. Doughboy with a 2.7, Madhouse with a 2.6. Doughboy with a 53 to Madhouse's 54.4. They split cricket, Madhouse taking the first with a 2.8 MPR. Doughboy taking the second with a 2.8 of his own. They continue to trade blows into 501. Doughboy taking the first and 36 darts. Madhouse hitting back in the second with a 29 darter. Doughboy would then take the next two with nice 28 and 27 darters before Madhouse said, hey, I can do you one better, and took the last two with 25 and 21 darters to tie up the match. I love how you did that entire take in one breath. It was just so impressive. There were a couple uh, little mini breaths that I uh, I took in between there because uh, I'm trained. I'm a trained professional. An actor? <laughs> oh, I'm supposed to read now. A very tight match. <laughs> Guys. Just waiting on you, man. What is life? Uh, this was a very tight match all around. Doughboy with very with slightly better checkouts, going three for fifteen to Madhouse's three for twenty-four. Madhouse, though, his big scoring was able to get him the attempts he needed to tie up the match. A lot of big scoring from these guys this week. A lot of sister kissing. Go on. They're both very handsome dudes. I bet they got some handsome some handsome sisters. Ooh. Oh, you got some handsome sisters. Nothing I like better than a handsome woman. I like a woman whose jaw you could cut a slab of meat on. I like a woman who's taller than me. Big, broad shoulders. I like a nice, handsome woman. A faint hint of a mustache on her upper lip. I don't... It doesn't have to be faint. Well, you're going to like our interview guest this week, then. Spoilers. It's Alpine Stranger. It's a very handsome woman. Number two, rolling 26 to 3 over Billy Billy. Rolling with a 3.0 in cricket to Dilly's 1.8. Womp womp. Rolling with 60.1 and 501 to Dilly's 55.2. He swept cricket with a beautiful 2.9 and 3.1 legs before Dilly hit back and took the first leg of 501 and 24 darts. Rolling 20s, however, would not be deterred, taking the next two in 20 and 25 darts, when then Dilly had a 25 darter of his own. Rolling took two more on the trot with 26 and 24 dollar darlers, darters, daughters, daughters, darters. But Dilly refused to go away, taking the last leg in 26 darts. Both players checked out respectably. Rolling 20s going four for 15 for 27% to Dilly's 23%, having gone three for 13. But yeah. Those those are things that happened this week in the league. The top five stories this week in the league. <laughs> I miss Kilf. Oh, uh, what, what do you think Kilf's doing right now? Um, what do we I haven't say? had Kilf on the podcast? What's that about? Well, he's probably knitting. That's what he's probably knitting. Or scarves. working spreadsheets, or or winning bachelor party championships. Redacted. 
that's coming out of the that's coming out of the podcast. Yeah, we'll see about that. Uh, Kilf, come on, come come join us. Come join. I yeah, I cannot believe you were not the first guest we had post Dadgler. That's my bad. I dropped the ball there. Oh uh, no. Oh no. Actually, I would love I would love to have Kilf on. Yeah, of course. Who wouldn't love to have the Kilf on? He's the Kilf. He's the. He's not the kid oh. you'd like to fuck, despite what what You're Rascal would have you believe. It's inappropriate. <laughs> I have a son now, sir. You're no longer welcome in my house. Hey, well, we'll uh, we'll check the record, see who's trying to fuck kids. Anyway, coming in at number one, we got the surgeon with a six to three victory over Laser Kate, two point four to a two point two and a fifty four to a fifty six point nine surgeon swept cricket. With a 2.6 and a 2.2, and went three more on the trot into 501 with 23, 36, and 24 darters. Before Kate finally hit back, taking the next two legs with 26 and 22 darters, they finished the match out trading blows, each taking one more with 26 darters, respectively. Surge just eked out Kate when it came to checkouts, going 18% to Kate's 15%. So, not the greatest checkouts by either of these guys, either of these former champs. Uh, but an exciting competitive match nonetheless. I know uh, I didn't see it because I don't know if it was in Slack or not, but I can imagine Surgeon uh, going up 5 five nothing was furious uh, that he lost early one six to 6-3. You know, he's going to be like, yeah. oh, just let him off the hook. Eh, he gets less angry these days. He kind of just comes in and is like, yeah, you know, I felt it was fun. That's <laughs> such a good Surgeon impression. <laughs> Thank you. We've known each other. The only time. better impression is Beefy doing Surge, but that's because well, you know he's been inside him. Yeah, they're lovely. He's got a unique perspective. The fail of the week. You suck. My, how quickly the mighty can fall. One week, your performance of the week, and the very next, your fail of the week. That's right. This week's blunder fuck of the week goes out to DeGrubbs, who was down on points in the second leg of cricket against King Raj in their match on Tuesday night. Raj had closed everything out but the 16, so DeGrubbs went and only managed two on his first attempt after Raj tidily closed the wedge right up. DeGrubbs then went back to hit an absolutely gorgeous seven mark into the fucking 16s that Raj had just closed off, rendering his seven mark an uh mark for those French Canadians listening. Raj took out the last, uh, Raj took out the leg. With his next five darts and poor DeGrubbs was left with the same amount of points he had before he drilled one useful and six useless 16s. Congratulations, DeGrubbs, on your fail of the week. Would you rather hit six useless 16s or seven, like, uh, trebles next door, like threes, or I don't know what's next to 16 because I'm so delirious. I mean, if you're asking would I I'd rather, rather... Miss. I'd rather miss than, a, than throw three darts into the fucking... I'd rather be good enough to be able to like hit what I'm going for and then to have just realized, ah, my brain farted. Um, me personally, but that's because I very seldom hit what I'm going for. So I have a different perspective on this than most people in the league. Did you fall asleep? Huh? You fell asleep. What's up? No, I didn't. No way. I was listening to what you said about the growth. Yeah, it was it was super interesting, huh? Leg of the week. 
This week's leg of the week goes out to Sweats, who had a beautiful 16 darter against Repat on Thursday night. Started off with a ton, followed it up with an 83, backed that up with a couple more back-to-back tons, then a casual 98 to set himself up on the Rascal, which he took out with the first dart on his next turn. I had to say yes, because Sweats is sex. Sweats, congratulations on your leg being very hairy. Just kidding. Actually, we had him on. Remember he said he wasn't hairy? Yeah. But you found a really good 16 darter. Yeah, it was a great 16 darter, but like send us, email us a, a, a picture of your leg if it's, if it's no so reason. fucking smooth. Uh, we just need to see it to verify the, the hairiness of it, not because of any other reason that's weird. Yeah. Why are you making it weird? Just send us a, a full picture of your full leg that includes at least one butt cheek because that's wearing the red pump high heels. Yeah. It's, very, very standard for this kind of thing. Just a normal request for a podcast. This happens on podcasts all the time. All the time. And if some some taint gets in there, that's just... <sighs> I feel like I'm on drugs. Who's on drugs? Not me. I don't What's do on drugs. What's on second? Yes. I can't believe you left these drugs down here and I had to give them to my friend. Oh, by Look. the way. Oh. Did I ever tell you about Brandon and uh, and uh, Dashler girl? You told me they were like going on a weekend together. Yeah, and now they're like uh, vacationing together and shit. I think she's going to go on his journey into the desert, and they're going to eat those Get mushrooms together. Out of here! Yeah. Also, Guys, uh, they went to a party, it- and apparently it was her. Like people she lived with in the same apartment complex, but they were like way younger. And he sent us a picture of what they were drinking and it was Malibu rum and Mike's heart. <laughs> and Brandon like was like, uh, I'm at a high school party. Yeah. Like has nothing changed since I was in like the, my, my neighbor's backyard when I was 14. And then we snuck out to the res, which was the reservoir, which was the place we drank. Like, is that, is that, that's still happening except Apparently. now with, now with 25 year olds. Also, they all kept calling him the Woods Man because I guess they met in the woods, which they didn't. They met on the farm, but whatever. I mean, they like they just he was like, "Hey, they keep calling me the Woods Man." I was like, "That's kind of creepy." Where does she live? In D.C. or uh, no, like Arlington, maybe Reston. Uh huh. And so she's just abandoning everything she's had going on and is is going to do his cross country trip. Well, I think she can work remotely, so awesome doing that. And she's bringing the. Uh... Scotch, that was the dog's name, right? Yeah, he was a cute dog. That was an awesome dog. But yeah, I'm stoked for him. Congrats on the sex, Brandon. Yeah, congrats on the sex, Brandon. He's not listening, and very few people who are listening know who he is. Everybody, give it up for the performance of the week. This week's performance of the week was a tricky one, as we only have half the match recorded into the DC stats. Dart Connect pulled a Dart Connect, and the useless donkey cut the match off after the fifth leg. However, those first five legs that we do have were utter sex. The Nooch and the Train put on a show on Monday night. Nooch sweeping cricket with 2.8 and 3.9 legs. That included two seven marks and two five marks for each player. The Train then decided he wasn't going anywhere without a fight and took the first two legs of 501 with a ridiculous 16 darter that included a 121 and a 140 and a very nice 22 darter to back it up. The Nooch, however, would not be outdone and took the fifth leg with an even sexer 15 darter that included a ton, a ton, 40, another ton, a 101, 
Oh, sorry, and a 101 checkout. Unfortunately, the sexy stats end there with DC's runner-up fail of the week. And you know what? I could have gone back and watched the match on Twitch and done the stats myself. But we got zero emails this week. So it's very clear to me that none of you care enough about this or us for me to put in that kind of effort. So fucking we all know... All we know is that Nooch went on to win the match 6-3 to three and that he also went on to declare himself the undisputed performance of the week. So congratulations to the Nooch and uh, sorry that uh, I'm lazy, but my laziness is your fault. I'm actually pretty upset that no one wrote in this week. Um, I had a kid, you know, like I'm doing this podcast, really tired. And you can't even read one email. It's pretty Just hurtful. Send the boy an email. Give, give, let the boy sleep in your bed. He's tired. He shouldn't have done that. He's just a boy. Did you get the reference of what I was doing? No. You did not. No. It's the old Chris Farley, Adam Sandler. Uh, Adam Sandler is, you know, a, a, a dummy. Balls? He's he's kind of water boy esque, and uh, and Chris Farley's just a guy in a sweater trying to on a commercial trying to get you to let him come live in your house and then eat your food and then sleep in your bed, and and Farley gets more and more upset that you're not letting him do that. So I was trying to be your Farley, and um, and you rejected me. So should have gone with um. A better reference there would have been Chris Farley and Happy Gilmore. Or no, Billy Madison. That is correct. Who would eat 50 bagged lunches? I'll tell you whose fault it is. It's that damn Sasquatch. Ladies and gentlemen, it's such a pleasure to welcome our guest on today. We're very happy to say good day to Alpine Stranger. Hey, what's up, Ted? Hey, how's it going? Uh, pretty Ted. good. I'm I'm very sleep deprived, so as you can tell, I'm I'm on my game. I'm killing it with the intro. Another great podcast going. Oh yeah, only the best over here. Ted, thanks for joining us. Uh, so we're just gonna start things off uh, gently here. So where are you from originally? Are you still there? If not, where are you now? Uh, give us that little backstory for you. Uh, yeah, so I'm originally from uh, Eastern PA, the Lehigh Valley, um, small town called Whitehall, uh, and live, you know, two towns over in Bethlehem. Never really went far, and uh, yeah, just stayed in the same area. Nice. A homebody. Yeah. Did you go to school nearby, Ted, or, or just work nearby? Uh, I went to college out in Chippensburg, which is about two hours away. Um, oh, shit, man. That's awesome. My, uh, one of my... Uh, my former assistant, who's now one of my best buddies, played soccer there. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I went there for a couple of years and then didn't really know what to do. So I just moved the fuck back home until I uh, figured <laughs> some shit out. <laughs> totally understand that. Uh, how did you get into darts? Was it family, friends, and uh, how long have you been throwing? Uh, so in this area, darts is really weird. Nobody plays. Uh, Five and one or cricket, like that would be called English style darts. Everyone around here plays baseball on like a witty board with wooden darts. Um, so growing like up, actual feathers on the back. 
Yeah, actually, the turkey feathers, wooden darts, little metal points, like, glued to the front. <laughs> uh, so, like, as a teenager, I would go over to my buddy's house, and his dad had a setup in his basement. And so we'd do there and just fuck around. Um, and then it wasn't until, like, 2016, I think it was. That sounds right. Uh, one of my coworkers invited me to join his league uh, at a local bar. Uh, so I started throwing like more competitively uh, in 2016 um, and then bought a house with my wife and the owners left a an old pub style board um, in the basement. And so I started throwing darts at that and started finding streams for the PDC online and just got hooked. And yeah, I mean, if I'm playing in person, it's normally baseball. And so like all of my 501 and cricket experience is almost exclusively photo related. Wow. So when I think baseball, is it like the modified board that has like different areas and like first base and like, or is it a different game? Uh, no, it, so it looks like it's a circle board. Um, so I think I know like exactly a, what board. It's just a witty board and there's no trebles yeah. or... Yeah. Well, yeah. So there's like the big white scoring center, and then there's um, like a, a band of red that's a little thicker, and then a, a skinny uh, white outer ring for for three points. Is it sizzle? Yeah. Is it cork? Or is it is there paper boards? Or like they put like a yeah. piece of paper on the outside? Um. So you can get wood, uh, and the board that I have is uh, wound paper. So it's just one really long strip of paper, just wound in a circle around and around and around and around. Uh, until you get the full scoring area. Wow. Uh, you mentioned coworkers. What do you do for a living? Uh, I work for a uh, credit card processing company as an underwriter. So I look at uh, businesses all day and make sure we're not getting hit with like a bunch of fraud people running like shady transactions and stuff. Okay. So uh, how do you do that? <laughs> like, how do you ensure that they're on the level? Um. A lot of it's really easy because fake IDs and fake checks look real bad. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Yeah, so we get like fake IDs and 99 times out of 100, if the person is wearing a jacket and tie in the picture, it's fake. Like every single time. <laughs> like I think in like the four <laughs> years I've been doing this, I think I've seen one legit ID where the guy's in a, a shirt and tie and a jacket. <laughs> insider tip nobody <laughs> goes to the dmv in a shirt and jacket uh so how did you find out about uh about the photal uh yeah so you know i was getting into darts and um uh, on reddit and either congra or Krim or someone posted uh, a twitch link uh for for that night and watched and you know i thought it was a good product and then uh COVID hit and that the first quarantine cup said, eh, let's give it a shot. And uh been around ever since. Uh -huh. Wow, you were you been with us since the for you were with us the first quarantine quarantine cup? I feel like you've been a part of the league for way longer than that. That's that blows my mind. Yeah, just the, the first quarantine cups. My uh my first match was against the Kilf. Wow. Were you throwing in the Reddit webcam league before that? No, I was not. So like literally yeah, all of my stuck. competitive experience is photal the first online dart league i like yeah. to hear it uh what was your initial impression i mean you, you said you thought it was, you thought it was a, a nice product but like like what was your first thought like these dudes are playing completely online 
yeah, I mean, the the booth was was fun. It was better than just sitting around and watching people throw darts with no commentary. Uh, and then the interviews are always hilarious. So, like that was, that was a huge, huge drawing factor. Well, always hilarious is very generous. I think. <laughs> Do you have a favorite uh, interviewee? Um, Angry Krim. I think is the best. <laughs> yep. Good answer. He's definitely a one seed. It's he's a one seed. Darty South's a one seed. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Who are the other two? The cleaner. Uh, oh yeah, cleaner's a one seed. And then uh, I would say, I don't know. Some, Those are the some... top three for sure. Yeah. Um. It, so, do you? Uh, would you say you had a rival? And if so, who who is your biggest one? Uh, if you have more, um, I mean, at the beginning of the season, I would have said hands down, Bud the Chud. Uh, he, he made uh-huh. me play a second season in C, and he didn't apologize to anyone whose ass I kicked that season. So it was really rude of him. <laughs> so rude. <laughs> um, so yeah, may, maybe it's still Bud the Chud. Um, maybe Toaster because he and I always uh play good matches. So probably those two, I would say. Have you played Bud this season yet? Yeah. Who won? I did. Oh, <laughs> suck it, Bud. <laughs> Love it. Uh, all right. Well, um, I mean, obviously, your name is a reference to the uh, dubbed version of the Big Lebowski. How many times have you seen the Big Lebowski, do you think? Um, probably it's not, not as many times as I should have, given that my name's drawn from the movie. <laughs> what how many is it like give us a ballpark a couple dozen times i don't know oh that's plenty that's a couple right. dozen yeah, i sure. thought you were gonna say like i uh, only Three. like no four <laughs> no, it, it's more than four but it's not like i'm watching it you know once a month or anything yeah. like that crazy if you've seen it at least one dozen times, yeah. I, I would say that's plenty. A couple. I don't know. Dozen. I feel like yeah. one of those movies that every time I watch it, I catch a new line that I'd never caught before. Yeah. That's true. That's true. Hot Rod that's... is the other movie that's that like that. Every time I watch Hot Rod, I'm like, that's a brilliant line that I never heard ever before. Hmm. Um. So, uh, speaking of Big Lebowski, have you ever uh, played the smoking drinking game along with it? As in. You drink a beer, smoke a J, drink a white Russian for every time the dude does said action. Uh, I've done a drinking game, uh, never, never a smoking game. And was it with white Russians? Um, no, it was with whatever random bit we had in the house at that time. Oh sure. Do you uh, have dude. a Do you have a personal uh, pre- like favorite beverage? Um, whiskey, ice cubes. Keep it simple. Oh sure. You got a favorite whiskey? Uh, right now, uh, been digging the, uh, Wild Turkey 101 Rye. Oh. I haven't had Wild Turkey 101 in so long, and it used to be my favorite. I've never had rye, but I love rye whiskey so much. Yeah, it's real nice and super cheap. So it's always Have you ever had, uh, High West Campfire Rye? I have not. Well, you should look for that one. Or there, that one's a little expensive, but there's a Rendezvous Rye, which I think is cheaper. Same um, distillery. It's out of Park City. Utah, and they are very, very good. My favorite old-fashioned is a Rendezvous Rye with uh, bitters and simple syrup and a orange peel. You'll have to look for that the next time I go to one of my 
backwards ass Pennsylvania controlled liquor stores. <laughs> what do you guys call them? Just not a uh, package store? No, uh, right? state store is yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Is the normal one. Uh, this is kind of speaking of Pennsylvania. This is off uh, off the the script. So sorry, Slappy. But uh, have you seen Mayor of Easttown? I have not. Oh. Uh, you should watch it. It's a really good show. But also, uh, I want I want to hear if the accents are really like that. Like it's. All right. I mean, everyone yeah. I know from Philly's like, yeah, that's very accurate. But I'm also like, really? That seems so put on. But yeah, I mean, Philly, Philly's a whole nother world when it comes to the accent. Well, I've got a lot of friends from Philly. Like all my like seven of the eight dudes I live with in college like are from that area, or, like New Jersey, you know, East P- Pennsylvania, like Paoli area, like Malvern, like. North Philly, Chester, like all I've got, I've got like it all covered, but I've never heard anybody say like Hoagie. <laughs> like, I heard him here called a hoagie, but not like a yeah. Hoagie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's a little strong. When I was in also, grad school, uh, we were studying all the regional accents, and you know, we would go through region by region, and we got to Philadelphia, and we had this very prim and proper speech teacher, uh, and she said. Okay, now uh, this week we're going to focus on Philadelphia and prepare yourselves because this place is fucking insane. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so yeah, it, it checks out. <laughs> That's amazing. Uh, Ted, what does happen when you find a stranger in the Alps? Um, destruction. I think is a, a fair answer to that one. Oh yeah, yeah. I like that. It's very intimidating, especially for Bud Chud. <laughs> yeah, write in, Bud. You got anything to say? <laughs> yeah, uh, write in an email, Bud. You won't. He literally won't. Um, Alpine. Finally, the people need to know the mustache. What inspired it? How long have you been rocking it? What are your grooming methods? Um. So the mustache was just. Uh, it was twenty ten. Uh, maybe 2011. Wow. Um, I just was, you know, bored and said, I've never grown out a mustache. Let, let's see what happens. Um, and didn't shave for a while and then shaved it down to the, just the mustache and was probably like a week away from shaving it off completely. And uh, it started to curl at the end. So I was like, oh, handlebar, look like Raleigh fingers. That'll be fun. Um, and so I started doing that. And then... Um, like late 2011 into like the next couple of years, uh, I started finding uh, facial hair competitions, which are this weird little world into themselves. Um, so if you imagine like a like a, a dog show with like the different breeds and like the handlers, uh, just imagine that. Except uh, all the dogs are drunk hairy dudes, and uh, it's normally a good time. They're drunk at the competitions. Oh, hammered. <laughs> how many uh contestants are usually showing up um it i mean it depends on the competition i think the first one i did was uh the national competition in 2011 uh that was in lancaster uh and there were a couple hundred contestants across all the categories um, they would have it in lancaster amish country yeah. <laughs> for a, a facial hair competition <laughs> yeah um and then smaller ones in like Philly and Pittsburgh and New York uh, would probably draw like around a hundred guys, um, but most wow. of that in the in the beard categories. Uh, mustache is generally pretty sparse, but 
still super fun. Have you, have ever, you ever won played? a contest? Uh, oh, I came in it, third. <laughs> I came in third twice. <laughs> uh, I never oh. won. There's always always someone with uh, something bigger and crazier every time without fail. And uh, what's like a grand prize? Though it's a typical grand prize for a, a facial hair competition. Uh, a piece of paper, or you know, a little trophy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for for like the smaller ones, I think the year I went to Lancaster, I think the grand prize in each category was like six hundred bucks. Um, yeah, a little. But something. yeah, yeah. Any of the smaller ones, it's you know, it's some little trinket, uh, some little trophy or something. Did I, um, my short-term memory is shot because I haven't slept in like four days. Did I miss you saying your, your care, uh, regimen? Uh, no, I mean, I, I really, since COVID hit and I never leave the house, I really don't do anything. Um, no, like wax or anything? Uh, no, I mean, if I, I mean, I trimmed it down right now, uh, but when it's long, uh, I normally just use hairspray because it's quicker and it washes oh. out way easier. Mm. Um, but day to day, like even when I was going to the office, I still see the same 10 people every day. So it really doesn't make sense to, uh, take time. I could be sleeping to, to do that every day. Are you doing Are it you for, cast for the interview? Uh, yeah. Yeah. When I had it out, um, I would do it, you know, after I ate dinner, uh, specifically for the cast. That's an amazing answer. <laughs> When you hairspray your mustache, like, do you have a, what's your method? I feel like you'd get hairspray all over your face. Uh, no, I spray it on, I would spray it on my fingers and then rub my fingers together to get it a little tacky and then rub it into the mustache. What kind of question is that, Slappy? Come on, bro. You think he's just going to like spray his mouth full of hairspray? That's what I wanted to know. When I, when he said he did spray and not wax, I was like, well, wax goes on the fingers. Spray is sprayed. I wasn't I mean, using my head. I don't. I don't. Very least, he could like no have a shield. I guess he could have a shield, but not like. Hey, let me just apply this directly to my yeah, upper lip. Upper lip shield. I didn't know. I'm look. I'm asking. So that's the area you don't want shielded. You want that area to be exposed, and it's the rest of the face shield. That's what I meant. Made up weird scenario. Yeah, that's what they would call it. A rest of the face shield. Um, yep. Thank look, you. I'm. I'm asking the linear questions for the linear-minded people. Okay. You say linear weird. How do you say it? Correctly. <laughs> I'm so tired. Yeah. Alpine, uh, anything else you want the people to know before we uh, stop wasting your time? <laughs> uh, not really. I mean, I'm just super glad to be part of the league. Uh, it's been a great year uh, and a great distraction from not being able to leave the house. Um, yeah. So it's been great. Uh, I love it. And uh, I can't wait to see the new format and, and how that all works out. Um, I'm just glad to be a part of it. I'm so oh, happy yeah. that you are a guest tonight and not. We were we were con contemplating having Sturgeon on to explain the format. And I just would have been <laughs> so like, what? Wait, I don't. And he'd like, Rascal, you helped design this. Yeah, but I, that was the before times. <laughs> Well, Alpine, you are an outstanding addition to the league. We're very happy uh, you're with us, and we're very happy to have had you on the pod tonight. Thank you so much for joining us. You're here. Yeah. Uh, thanks for having me, guys. Thank you again to Alpine Stranger for joining us. It was a real pleasure. And um, moving forward, none of you fucking dingleberries wrote any emails, uh, so Rascal has nothing to read. So instead, we're going to kick it back this week. You got...
Rascal here with Rascal's Remedies. Hey, are you all out of drugs but really want to feel like you're tripping balls? It's easy. All you gotta do is just stay awake for four days straight. Everything gets really weird when you stay up for four days straight. And maybe have a baby while that's going on too. It's fine. <sighs> I'm so tired. I'm so tired, yeah. Sean. I'm get, I'm getting more worried about you, like in a in a real. I'm literally way. so tired that I can't sleep. Like I tried to take a nap earlier for like even an hour. I was just like, nope, I'm too tired to nap. Sorry, just keep doing oh. whatever you're doing. Yeah, you've you've cracked out through to the other side. It is pretty cool to have a kid though. So if you're on the fence, everyone out there listening, I did get to sing my son to sleep tonight, which really made my eyes water a bit. What uh, what'd you sing? Uh, Jamie fight song, obviously. <laughs> just kidding Nothing. i sang shen oh i literally cannot tried to sing him jamie fights on multiple times and i just start weeping openly like <laughs> james mess we are the two such... i'm just it's too too many emotions in that for me like my son yeah, my alma mater my favorite sports team like no no i can't talk about it the Actually, my lullaby. wife took a video. Yeah, my wife took a video of me like crying, trying to sing that to him, and sent it to me. I was like, "This is what you look like." I was like, "Thanks, babe." <laughs> this is what you. <laughs> I thought, I thought it was going to be a sweet message. Instead, it was. Like, oh no! Yeah. She was like, "Hey, just Get so together, you know, bro." And <laughs> uh, she's she also sent it to, like Surgeon and like G Cox and Mike Hughes and like, look at this fucking loser over here. Uh. <laughs> She's very sweet and supportive. Yeah, evidently. But yeah, hey, she lets you have a crazy. bachelor party. Hey, yeah, well, I know in a, in a pandemic too, but yeah, uh, it was it was a, a heck of a week. It was a a C section, which means I get to do all the work around the house the next two weeks, which is a really big kick in the balls. Lucky ducky. Um, but it's going well, man. It's uh, it's exciting. It's dude looks just like me. He was a big body at ten pounds. Head is ginormous. That tracks. And has got a large head too. <laughs> um, oh, oh, we're no, talking. actually, because yeah, well, then actually, the nurse made a comment. I was like, and she, oh my god, this nurk was such a smoke show. I was like, it's kind of weird to talk about my little boy's penis, but I'm glad you talked about it favorably. But like, he was like, he's just such a big dude. He's in between like newborn and one year old diapers, and so like. She was like, if, it, if this wasn't so big, it wouldn't be a problem. It could fit in the newborns. So I was like, all right, way to go, buddy. I had a friend uh, tell me this story. Um, he was in the hospital when he was like 12, and he had to pee, but he couldn't pee in the bedpan because he had like stage fright. And so he, uh, he called the nurse uh, to, to like help him to the bathroom. But all he said was like, uh, I, I can't pee in the bedpan. And so she said, oh, okay. And so she put a rubber glove on and, and grabbed his dick and just like held it over the bedpan. And he was like, and, and we just stayed in that position for like 10 seconds before I was like, this isn't helping the, the situation. I, I just need help to the bathroom. But... But he was only like eleven years old, and so he didn't have the the wherewithal to to put an end to that situation. Uh, Are we gonna get shut down? I feel like this podcast is very close to getting shut down. <laughs> you you cut out whatever you have to cut out, but 
Oh, I said, is this podcast close to getting shut down? Because I feel like we're getting very close to shut down. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Is you you? Cut oh wait, out. you said you. Uh, oh, I thought you meant like my mic cut out when I was saying it. Sorry. Oh no, what I'm Dude. saying is cut this whole yeah. segment. <laughs> it's cut. It's cut. Let's wait five seconds so it gets cut. I'm gonna forget to cut it because I'm I'm just like copy and pasting this because yeah, so of, course. of course, of course. Let's take a look at standings with Around the League. Looking up at the top of A, we've got King Raj back on top of the throne. <clears throat> 115 points. Second place, Congrel, 111. Deadhead Darter, 100 points in third place. Nooch, close behind at 94 points. Left hand with 90. Sweats with 79. DeGrubbs with 71. Surgeon with 62 points. Train with 61 points. Laser Kate with 47 points and Repat with 43 points, but an extra match played and uh, not looking good for Repat. Although I still don't understand what they're like. I think it's, I think it's only between the big tournaments. Do you get promoted and relegated? I don't think it's like in between seasons, but I don't know. Cause uh, it's a very exciting format. We'll have surgeon on next week to talk about it. Maybe we'll see how he's doing. <laughs> see how drunk he gets. Yeah, if he's drunk enough to listen to. Moving on to photo B, we got Rolling 20s up at the top, dominating at 131. Hacksaw behind him at 101. Alpine, our uh, excellent guest this evening, uh, back at 87. Cali Kid at 82. Dilly Billy at 80. Toaster at 72. Bud at 64. Barboy 61. Radar, though with a match in hand, 57. Rascal, two matches in hand. Uh, at 56, and the author down in the relegation spot at 40. Uh, not much of a shift here from last week. Uh, we'll see how uh, how you do making up these matches, but other than that, yeah, not much has changed. I threw uh, three darts since I had a kid, and they were, it was a ton 40, so I'm feeling pretty good about the dad bump. Ooh. Is dad bump a thing? Has Have there been any, any other dad bumps? I don't. I think it's the opposite usually, but <laughs> we'll <laughs> see. Looking at the top of C, we got Criminal in first place with ninety-eight points. Huge win this week over DJ. Uh, got him there. I think he swept that game, so he jumped all the way into first. Accountant at ninety-two, and a huge match as these two play each other this week. Ninety-eight to ninety-two, first to second, big match game week eight. I want to say. Uh, in third, PP Lee with 83 points, tied with Doughboy with 83. Jig in fifth with 78 points. Madhouse, 73. Kilf with 61. Alki with 59. Lush with 56. DJ with 54. And Outlander with 53 points. So pretty close there at the bottom. Uh, again, not really sure if it's a relegation zone or if it's just where you're going to end up until the next big Masters tournament, uh, which I think is really more of what's going to happen, but more to that. More on that to follow. Yeah, uh, I will say, you know, I know he just had a, a, he just got swept by the criminal, but seeing DJ that far down the list is a bit of a surprise. Uh, I just think DJ's not hard, isn't it, in the darts anymore? I think he's like working a lot, doing other stuff outside of work. He's like finally out of the house now from quarantine. And no, he just went whitewater rafting. So uh, I think he's probably just not really putting his heart into it. And who can blame him? I mean, I can blame him. 
Fuck you, yeah, you're DJ. Right. Let's fuck him. Why'd you do that, DJ? Yeah. Yeah. Why why you say why'd you say why'd you open your mouth and, and those the poop words come out? The poop poop words. Stop speaking poop, DJ. Sorry, that was Anchor Man. I know what it was. Oh. I was just going to Brit killed direction. a guy. I saw that. Moving on to photo D, we got Ozilla up at the top. Another dominant uh league performance in D. Uh at 95 and second place is Magic Wizard with one third, uh two thirds of his points uh at 63. Uncle Corky at 52, Beef at 51, Darty at 49, Triple T at 47, Music City Madman with a match in hand at 45, Adnack at 45 as well. Scooter Magooch! Down at 40, an unholy cannoli, though with a match in hand. So, in the relegation. Nah, not relegation anymore. But down at 38 in the bottom spot. And, yeah, like we keep saying, every time, we'll see how this adds up. Obviously, you're not a golfer. <laughs> Finally, That's looking more. at photo E. <laughs> Yeah, that's more Lebowski for, for you noobs. Finally, looking at Fodery, 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 for oh, words lose oh, meaning after a while. Forgery, yeah. Cleaner at the top with 83 points. Go Second place with 68 points. Slappy Pappy, that guy is sex. 52 points. Phone Jesus with 44 points. The Law with 43 points. Gaspacho, 41 points. Mac Attack, 39 points. Wolverine, 34. And Dr. Feelgood, eight matches played with 24 points. Looking like he's going to stay at the bottom of the old E standings. Something tells me she couldn't give two shits. Nope, she did have a good checkout this week, I heard. So that's good. She said a few. She won a bonus point earlier this season. I got a feeling Feelgood's going to make some uh, noise in these tournaments. Like She's going to come in and win a couple of legs and get some points and Jump up in the order of merits. I would not be surprised at all to see that happen. Who you got? Who will win? Who will lose? Red Rascal and Slappy Peppy choose. (laughs) I choked on that one. (coughs) Week six. Actually, year to date so far this season. Rascal 50. Sorry, Rascal 37 points. Slappy 50 points. A huge week six for Slappy. Getting four correct predictions, uh, 11 points. Although Rascal had uh, one correct prediction and still got eight points. So uh, I corrected correctly predicted more matches, and you just got them dead on when you got them. So kudos to you, sir. 13 points is not an insurmountable lead, although we're running out of time this week or this season. Uh, looking ahead to week seven, starting in E, Rascal, Wolverine versus Mac Attack. Who ya got? Ooh, this is tough. They're going three three tie. Three three tie. I'm gonna go Wolverine four two. All right. Uh, we got a battle of Quebec versus Mexico. We got a battle of France versus Spain. Go Carol versus Gaspacho. Slappy, who you got? I'm gonna go Go Carol. Five one. I'm going go care six nothing. Mm. Slappy Adenak versus Magic Wizard. It's an E rematch. These guys are rivals. Who ya got? 
Wow, wow, wow. I am gonna go. <sighs> Magic Wizard four to three. Going Magic Wizard five to two. Okay. Rascal Scooter versus Uncle Corky. Who ya got? Ah, oh, this is tough. I'm going Uncle Corky four to three. Mm. I'll go the other way. I'm gonna go Scooter four three. It's a match for the first place of A. Krim versus Accountant Slappy. Who you got? I'm going. Uh, you're not going to like this. I'm going 4 4 tie. Yeah, you would. Krim's throwing, baby. I'm going Krim 6 2. Slappy. Oh, no. Rascal. Madhouse versus Kilf. Who you got? Oh. Kyle, I'd love to fuck. <laughs> 5 to 3. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's my guy. You know he's my guy, but uh, I think Madhouse has been playing very well. I'm going to Madhouse 5-3. Slappy up to B. Hacksaw versus Billy Billy. Who ya got? Going Hacksaw 6-3. I think uh, it's a bounce back week for Billy, and uh, I'm going Dilly 5-4. I could see. Yeah. Rascal, Bud versus Author. Who ya got? <laughs> This is tough. Author's been at the bottom. I think he needs it more, but I think Bud is just too tough. Bud 5-4. Yeah, I mean, uh, Bud's very tough, and um, Author needs it, but I don't think he thinks he, like, desperately needs it. I'm going Bud 7-2. Slappy Nooch versus left-hand hooligan. Who ya got? Wow. That sucks to have to pick between. But after Nooch's performance last week, I'm going Nooch, 5-4. Sorry, left hand. Write your emails. Curse me out. I know it's coming. Oh, yeah. Get him, lefty. Uh, I'm going with hashtag Team Big Body because i got a new member in Bobby Price. Skew! Uh, I'm going left hand. 6-3. Nooch, if you don't like it, write in an email. Uh, finally, Rascal. Laser Kate versus the Grubs. Who you got? Uh, ooh. Ugh. I'm going to Grubs 7-2. I don't know. Intuition. It's 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 know. hitting me. I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know what to say. Uh, uh, I'm going Kate. I'm going Kate 5-4. There you go. Um, Slappy, do you want me to do the outro today? Because I'll just ramble. Sure. <laughs> you All want right. to do the outro? Just, Let's go nuts. Just wrap up. Wrap. Just say, you know, it's been a good one. Thanks for having joining us. And then, uh, oh, sure. I'm Sloppy Peppy. That's all we got this week, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much for joining us. And thank you to Alpine Stranger for being an outstanding guest. As always, I'm Sloppy Peppy. And I'm Red Rascal. Hey, guys. I'm so tired. I just want to go to sleep. And I'm just going to sit here and edit this podcast tonight and wait for my son to take a shit. I can clean it. He does have a pretty cute little butt, though. But it's, it's no sleep on the horizon. Just value your sleep while you can. Please, just for me, just go to sleep and enjoy it. It's so beautiful. 
you'll, you wake up feeling so much better. I just, I don't know. I've lost all, all sense of time. I can't recall things we talked about. Did we record a podcast? I don't know. Who knows? I'm so tired. You've been listening to the Photo Weekly. Tune in to Darts Night on Twitch every Monday through Thursday on twitch.tv slash fodartleague. Things expressed in this podcast are solely those of the casters and do not represent the photo. Any and all questions may be directed to the law. See you later. Uh.